Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Hey, guys. Let's get this day started. Good morning. Good morning. Let's just double check and make sure we land where we're supposed to land. Listen, I know I sound like I need to go to bed, right? I do. <laughs> because I've been up. I've been up a while. I went, fell out to sleep uh, thanks to the, no, I won't do it. I won't say it that way. But um, I put a book on last night and I set the timer for like 30 minutes and I shut it down. That was my shutdown process. So I got to go back and listen to the part that I fell asleep on. And that was Oprah's book, y'all. I'm just playing. So Game of Thrones was on last night. So, you know, that went kind of late. And then uh, I went to shut it down because I really wanted to, you know, come into Monday. Because, you know, I love my come Mondays. I love, absolutely love come Mondays. But I've been up for a while and I want to let the household get stirring. So I want to go ahead and get this done. And uh, not to rush, because, you know, usually on Mondays, we have a really good and enjoyable conversation. So I'm going to open up a couple of platforms here just to check and make sure we land, because I did something just slightly different, just a little slight different. So I want to make sure that um, we get it. This is how to get out of bed. And I am Yolanda. Most of you know me as at Dryer Buzz, 17 years blogging. Uh, about Atlanta and beyond the voice of several different things you guys are probably watching me in the kitchen um but doing a lot of work as I am putting my blogger hat back on podcasting hat back on so I know you're on a couple different places but listen this is a live taping of a podcast but it's a journal moment These are my first thoughts of the morning, one eye open, frog in my throat. Literally, I would roll over, hit that button, and just kind of talk. And we would talk ourselves uh, how to get out of bed, how to get the day started, how to find moments of being grateful, something to be grateful for. And uh, coming through trauma, coming through anxiety, depression, all of those kind of things that just come down to us, carrying the weight, you know, having to make major decisions and all those kind of things that, that put a bunch of ifs on our lives on our lives. And so we've been trying to figure out like, listen, how do we get through this thing without fearing the ifs, without fearing the what ifs and, and hows and, and whys and all those things that we wake up each and every day having questions with. I mean, like literally the minute you wake up coming back from that sleep realm, which sometimes sleep realm is really good. You want to hang out over that some more, but your alarm clock goes off. You got to get up, got to get your day started, got to go to work, got to take care of family, got kids, all that kind of stuff, you know, especially right now this season, everybody's got probably a little bit more angst because, you know, depending on what's going on in your household, you know, the summer's coming, you know, and a lot of times people are graduating, it's wedding season, how many of you have already started getting, you got graduation invitations coming in the mail, you got wedding invitations coming in the mail, you got bills coming in the mail, all these things that we have to each and every day make decisions about. And for some of us, let me turn this down because I forgot I was monitoring some other things. Um, some of these things we have to make decisions on and it, it can cause, uh, different problems. And so, or anxiety or just, you know, it slows us down when at times we think we are supposed to be speeding up. Things are supposed to be getting easier. Don't you like that drives me crazy when you think like, oh man, okay, I've gone through it. It's going to get easier now. But then there's human nature that we are human. There there's human nature. Um, and we have our own behaviors that we that need modification, you know, that need monitoring, right? We have to continue to tell ourselves, give ourselves these pep talks, try to go find some inspiration. We're looking for quotes and all those things. And I'm here to give you some of that. Uh, we're here to work through that together. So what I normally do in this conversation is I grab a journal. I grab a journal. And a blank page. I start each day with a blank page. Now it depends on what you subscribe to, okay? And I'm just kind of giving a little bit of backstory for those that are, are new because you know over the weekend I was out networking, you guys were out networking, and we're inviting new people in, right? So we start with a journal, a blank page, or if you subscribe to a calendar type situation, grab a calendar, something other than your device, so that you can kind of jot some things down. What we normally do is based on the conversation we're about to have, I will jot down some keywords. Now, some people are copious note takers and they, they 
come up with some really good stuff out of what I've said. Half the times I don't remember what I've said, so I, I need my own notes and keywords. What I'm really excited about is that the journal that I have, it's a huge 8 by 10 full-size hardback journal notebook. And what I love about it is that continuously I have page after page that has already been written. And keeping that up, and, and it motivates me that I get to turn to a new page. And even as I look at that page, I can see the indentation of the writing from the day before. If you want to check out the podcast we did just yesterday, because this is a daily, so this is a seven-day-a-week. I wake up with the, with the um, breath of life. I'm doing a podcast. Um, quiet. Yesterday we talked about being quiet, just quiet and listening for the blessings, building up the reservoir of our blessings, being able to come in and say, hey, listen, this good happened. You know, searching for the good stuff. Like I woke up early this morning after I came out of that uh, audio book slumber. <laughs> I went on my timeline and I'm like, whoa, you know, the like the, the trauma was like all over the place, excuse me. And so I was like, you know, I'm scrolling. I'm like, let me hear up and get to something good or, or either put this phone down. So yesterday we talked about how to just kind of quiet the noise, you know, those things that are too often loud in our life. We talked about, and most of those things are not facts, but actual opinions, you know, that take us out of our comfort zone. Um, we talked about, you know, when you have, need to take a moment and be alone and, and escape the noise, stop being so distracted or preoccupied, find some silence where you can listen and there you will find your opportunity. One thing that we know that each and every day, you know what our days are about? Our days are about opportunity. And I don't know, let me, and, and let me see if I can just, even if I can't glance back, let's just talk about that. I'm going to write that at the top because anytime the word stands out like that. And usually, like I said, we write it at the bottom. But you know what? As I meet people, as I talk with people, as people, you know, everybody's looking for an opportunity. Everybody's, and they're not looking for just any opportunity. They're looking for a specific opportunity. Some people are looking for opportunities based on their purpose, their mission, their passion. Some people are looking on opportunities based on their obligations, their debts, their, their uh, things that they're accountable for. Some people are looking for opportunities for health reasons. Some people just, some people look for opportunities for travel, for enjoyment, for escape. It all revolves around uh, a different opportunity here and there, you know? And so we, we just need to recognize that. And sometimes, let me tell you, if you can't be an opportunity, if you can't represent an opportunity, oh, I forgot I need to go do a share, right? That's an opportunity, what I'm talking about this. If you can't be an opportunity to somebody, I love people who realize they just need to get out of the way. I'm going I'm to write that down. Get out of the way, okay? First of all, I recognize. I'm going to put that down since I didn't. G-N-I-Z-E. I'm trying to write better so I can read these things later on. Um, I'm going to say get out of the way. E-T. Out of the way. Because that is so important because we spend so much time blocking Okay, we spend so much time blocking y'all, and it's it's really sad. Hello there, I'm jumping over here on uh Facebook. I'm gonna get to this um watch party over here. Give me just a second, guys, while I give a couple of uh shares, get get a couple of things started there. It's about opportunity. Everybody you know, or you purport to know, or you purport to support. You know, everybody is actually and factually. Look, I'm going to put this on my page for an opportunity because that's what that's what this thing is about. That's what life is about. And that's probably why you're here. I know you're looking for your own, but at some point, sometime, it might be about supporting somebody else, right? I have been up and I, I had to do a couple of things. Let me tell you, waking up at three o'clock in the morning. And one of the things that I do is I create buzz. And I had this idea and I was like, oh, I can't sleep. So since I can't sleep, let me let me go grab, let me go create a thumbnail right quick. And I'm going to run this uh, thing. And while I was running that, I was also in my inbox. I wasn't the only one up. I've, I've already been in my inbox having some great conversation with people who are up and we're looking for opportunities, right? And I'm like, well, here's how I can help with that. And then I saw I saw great news of people who had looked for opportunities previously. And I'm like, man, I've got to share this and let people know 
this is what happens when you are when your heart is open and you embrace somebody with something that they were going through. Somebody um, on my timeline was celebrating something really momentous. And, um, and I just remember because the anniversary in the Facebook thing was coming up and then we were like, wow, in just a year. Cause I tell people all the time, cause I have learned and realized that faith is waiting one more day. Like yesterday, I, I was sitting staring at my laptop all day yesterday. All the stuff that I wanted to do, I kept saying, no, you can't go do that. You need to get this done and you need to get that done. But it wasn't really the time to get that done because it's a it was a Monday thing. And the minute I said, well, let me go ahead and give into the fact that this is a tomorrow thing. There's really nothing I can do about it today because I need enough. There's a piece that's being delivered today. I need that in order to finish this and this, that, and the other, right? So stop punishing myself and going into that thing where I'm I'm really not getting anything done because it was really nothing I could do except for do what? Sit there and beat up on myself. The opportunity was not going to come through yesterday. Guess what? Opportunity arrived like it was supposed to come Monday. I love a come Monday. I love when we do a come Monday podcast because one of the things over the weekend, the one thing we do all the time is we try, we push everything to the side. We don't want to really deal with anything, you know, unless, unless that's not how your calendar flows, but on the, on the real, it's like, nobody, child, please stop Monday come Monday. It's like, okay, back to making decisions, back to getting things done. So know that everybody's looking for an opportunity. Uh, if you recognize it, get out of the way. And again, that thing that we keep talking about that we all need to do more of, listen, right? Are you willing to, like right now, some of y'all are listening. Some of y'all going to hang on throughout. Some of y'all are going to come in, jump on, jump off, save the link, binge on it later. That's all fine and dandy. As long as you make time to listen. Remember we talked about yesterday, getting quiet. You know what a day is about, it's about listening, but it's also about speaking. It's about speaking and letting somebody know what you want. One of the things that I, um, I had, I had a couple of podcast ideas and I've been tossing around. I really want to do a food podcast. Simply one of the reasons I want to go into this food arena is because there's so many stereotypes about black women in the kitchen. And, and y'all, when I tell you, when I, when, I don't know. I don't know how I unearthed it. I don't know how I opened this can of worms, but there seems to be a level of advocacy needed. What's the one thing I do? What's the one thing I believe to be my purpose is bringing that level of advocacy, right? So when I um when I started trying to, you know, one of the things that we do when we go when we start something or we go into a space or a place is we look for the familiar, okay? Whether you see that in the face of another individual or the, the habits of other humans or, or different things like that. We look for something that's familiar or, or something that's just of us, right? And so often, um, I think even... So often we go into places where things are just not necessarily familiar, but it's like this is familiar but because there is, I don't know what it is, but y'all coming into this, coming, going into the kitchen, which I hadn't been, I hadn't been in the kitchen in about 20 years. I'm just going to be honest with you. That just wasn't my thing. I'm a writer, right? It's like somebody else had, was taking care of that department. So, um, but going back into it and wanting to write about it and wanted to wanted to talk about things that uh, things that things that's going on with us and food and food insecurities and you know and all those kinds of things. Um, it's it's just it's, I'm I'm like I'm so interested to find out. Wow, here's another lane, another arena where a face like mine, a voice like mine startles people that we would do this. Now, if you if you haven't put this looked at this under the microscope or really put a focus on it, it does, it won't mean a thing what I'm saying right now. But you can relate to it because when we talk about other things, I remember when I went out one year and I was doing a story on black girls golf, you know, social media, they just come on social media and I kept seeing different conversations. And, um, and I was like, you know what, let me see what's going on with this because I kept, I kept hearing about, 
um, how, you know, it wasn't expected that black women would play golf. And I'm like, man, you, you think we live in modern time, modern times and things like that. So I, I introduced myself to the young lady that was driving. It was, I, I saw the hashtag on Twitter. I remember that. And then I, I introduced myself and I, you know, followed along, followed along. And, and, and anytime I had an opportunity, I, I tried to include them in that opportunity. And I said, well, let me go out one day. Let me go out on the golf course with them and see what is this going on? Because she was talking about, because first of all, I did a story on, let me dial it back. I did a story on hashtags. Well, you guys know, I've also written a book on hashtags because, you know, a lot of, on the surface, on the surface, a lot of this stuff seems trivial, y'all, but it's deep. It gets really deep. So let me tell you, uh, I did a, um, a couple of blog pieces because the whole black girl hashtags. I mean, there's a whole probably an encyclopedia uh, of hashtags out there now where we have had to carve out our a space for ourselves with our own hashtags. And every time we carve out one, people question it. They challenge it. You know, why, why must it always be this? Now? Because, you know, y'all are hella exclusive, okay? Y'all, society as a whole excludes people ridiculously. And, and when I saw this kind, these kinds of things coming on the social media, because mind you, my being on social media from the inception, you know, of the daggone modem and personal computer, I've been on this thing for 30 years. So when I started to see as, as it became, as it started to become real more mainstream, um, and audiences were, you know, online and platforms were building these audiences and things like that. So these problems started, started to occur because, you know, naturally if you was online, you was whomever you said you were right. And, and you didn't really, I'm not going to say it was never any kind of division and things like that. It, it always was. And we, I know for black women, we, we just look for the familiar, right? We look for the familiar. So, um, I did when Twitter came around and then, then came hashtags when hashtags started, I was like kind of monitoring all these different hashtags. Right. And so the hashtags, they kept developing, you know, you'd have the, you have the regular hashtag and then you have the hashtags with black girl added to it, you know, and it was black girl to go ahead out black girl, this and black girl that the dog done woke up black girl, this and black girl, that and black girl, this, and they kept coming. They kept coming. So I was keeping a list, right? I was making a list and uh, managing a website with all this stuff and a blog post. And I, and then I realized I kept editing the blog post, adding all these tags. And I was like, okay. And so then came along black girl golf. And I was like, whoa, what, what's going on with this, with the golf? Cause I mean, you know, it was like, I was like, oh my goodness. So Found out that there was a level of advocacy needed in that. And I said, well, let me go out with them one day and just do a story on what they are experiencing on the golf course. And I tell you, you guys, oh, my God. And as many black women as I know who play golf, because, you know, it is the way to network. It is the way to, you know, it's, it's and not only that, it's a great sport, you know. I mean, it, it's just it's just a great thing, especially, I mean, when you first get when you first first of all find the right club and it feels good in your hand and you take them first couple of swings and then you really get under that ball and you really get some air and you really get to hit your target and all that kind of stuff you realize you realize like wait a minute what is this tranquility but then before we even got out there and I didn't even play this day. I, I just rode in the car and I would just roll because they had, there were so many women out there that had amazing stories and they ranged in age. They ranged in level of professionalism. There was some on the college level. There were professional women. There were, I mean, just everybody that came out. One woman wanted to play so she could go play with her husband. One young lady was a, a pro, a college pro. A uh, couple of them were, um, you know, they were networking that they wanted to play as networking. Others, you know, always are in these. Cause let me tell you, I don't know of a black foundation or organization out there that don't have a golf fundraiser. Okay. Um, that don't have a, a golfing event. And so I, I, so that's one of the reasons why it caught my eye is because in all the time that I have been 
in community organizing and blogging and so forth. I mean, my favorite theaters, they all have golf events. My favorite organizations, they would all have golf, you know, events, fundraisers. I'm telling you. And not only that, it's like some of the best vacation ever. But I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, so that's, there's a white golf and there's a black golf and there's a male golf and a female. It's like, really? Okay, so I go. And I'm like, it can't be, the experience can't be still what we think it is. When I tell you guys, I remember, first of all, arriving and everybody think you're in the wrong place. I'm like, okay, you, are you, 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 you know where you're going? You're supposed to be here. To, huh? You know, it's like, uh, I'm going to need you to just assume that I'm supposed to be here. So, and I'm like sitting around and, and um, waiting. Everybody's around. Let me tell you, first of all, first of all, it is an on-time thing. I, there's no late, okay? Early is late. I'm just saying, if you're going to try to go, okay? When they say tea off, they mean tea off. They gone. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Experience. Luckily, I'm, I'm, luckily, I'm an arrive early person because I need to know where I'm going. And because especially being in media, you don't want to be trying to roll up late because you already have to be deal with personalities anyway. So I'm prepared. I'm always prepared. So I knew to go one and check and see where I'm going, know where I'm going, check it out, case it out, all that kind of stuff. See what I got to deal with. Because one, anytime I'm going somewhere and I got to deal with volunteers, period. Because I know y'all going to have some volunteers. Half of them won't know nothing. And the other one going to be overzealous and, you know, want to be in control of everything. So I'm always prepared to deal with the volunteers. I'm always prepared to be, deal with something, right? So I get there and everybody, again, this is an on-time thing. So everybody's arrived and there and waiting to tee off and all this kind of stuff. And I'm meeting these amazing people and getting these stories. But then I noticed, like, first of all, it's a lot of us, okay? It's a lot of us, and this is the experience on there. I walk in. It's a lot of us. Uh, so, you know, there's a little bit of culture shock going on. Like, you know, the white men are freaking out. Like, whoa, that's a lot of black women, right? I mean, like, literally, freaking out. Like, okay, they were quite uncomfortable, right? Some was looking and trying to stare. Some of them, like, um, try not to look, you know, like we invisible. You know, and we, and we, we already treat each other invisibly anyway. You know, <laughs> what is that? It's in the, it's in the preamble. What is that? It's in the Star Spangled Bell. You know, we're invisible to each other. Right. So, but then I was, I was walking through, I was walking, you know, walking around getting pictures and doing a little bit of uh, snippet here and there video and all this kind of stuff. And I mean, you can go check the video out. It's on the YouTube. It's archive, right? I swear to you guys, I am walking, um, I went outside as one group got ready to tee off because they tee off in stair steps. And I'm just, I'm just giving some background for those of you that like me who didn't know, really didn't know much about golf. And you know, my dad says, I can't believe you're talking about, you don't know, because you know, he, that's his thing. Right. So, but I just never really paid it that much attention. So as I'm, as we send one group off, I go back in because they get ready to get ready, get the next group ready for their tea time. As I'm walking in, a white female walks by me and rather than talk to me, she mentions, she whispers, I'm so glad you guys are here. And I was like, oh, wait, I went to turn around because I'm like, did she say, did she literally say that? And uh, she just smiled and kept it moving. Right. Like, like literally like ghost. Right. It was like, what the heck was that? Like, she couldn't like just stop and just have the conversation. You literally like, I'm so glad you guys were here. And literally, I'm so glad you guys are here. Literally whispered it to me and was zooming on out the door. I was like, okay. So mind you, I'm trying to think because I've already interviewed the founder of this organization. So I was prepared that some things are this way. And so then, um, as we got, as everybody teed off, then, you know, the two ladies, uh, hosting the event, we all went out and we're, we're riding the golf court and course, and we're going to the different holes and checking on. And she's explaining to me, you know, the whole, Hey, how to play. <laughs> Cause I don't know. Right. And what's going on, what's happening, what are the rules, what's expected, and this, that, and the other. 
and who's the amateurs, who's the novice, who's the ones that are, this is their first day out golfing. These women over here, they're, they're, they got it. They know what they're doing. This young lady is a college pro and, you know, and they're mentoring. And so on the teams, the way they set up the teams was that you'd have, you know, an amateur along with, you know, the semi-pro, this, that, and the other. Right. And so then again, now mind you, there were some behaviors by the men inside before we left out. So these, some of these behaviors, uh, were also exhibited out on the course. Like there was this one group literally parked their golf cart sideways on the thing. I swear to you, they literally parked instead of like literally on the little, the little road, the little path, literally and intentionally, um, parked their golf cart in a way that one, we'd have to stop. Well, we could have went on around. No, at that point, I think we couldn't, we couldn't go around because clearly we would have been like the hell with you and went on, but we couldn't. So that was their way of trying to engage us. And I don't, I won't even say it was in a negative way. I think they were trying to be cute at the same time, trying to be intrusive. Okay. Exclusive and intrusive. Right. Cause you know, one of the things I'm going to tell y'all fellas, like, and I'm, no, I'm going to tell y'all white men is like, y'all get this thing when it's, it's like two or three of y'all and that one of y'all trying to show out all the time. He just be like, he be regurgit, ready to just regurgitate the, the, I'm telling y'all, y'all, and y'all, and, and you know it because there's always one of y'all that some kind of way want to apologize for them. <laughs> like, I, mean, I apologize for my friend's behavior. No, he needs not be your friend. And that goes on beyond the golf course. That's y'all all day, every day, okay? That's just who y'all are. I'm just going to say, right? But here's an opportunity, as I say this, here's an opportunity for y'all to fix that because it's every, it's in everything that you do. Y'all tag along with that one person that's just making it a, making everything a bad place. So, but I'm going to get, I'm going to leave that alone because it ended, it still ended up being a beautiful day. Everybody had an amazing experience. Unfortunately, that is the experience trying to go out and play golf. I don't know why y'all don't understand that women, and, and I remember not so long ago, you know, there was a whole thing going on with the PGA. I mean, down there in, in Augusta, I'm, I'm live from Georgia, in, in Augusta, when it was talking about the Masters, this, that, and the other, you know. So, first of all, we live in a young country. Okay, y'all just finished watching Game of Thrones. America is a young country. I mean, we have not had but so much history. And you got those that's trying to hold on to old times. There's those trying to bring in new times. And then the people just trying to live their life, that old unbothered life, right? You know, so let today come Monday. Let today be an opportunity. And if nobody has ever said these things out loud, you done jumped in my timeline. Now, you're going to hear some of these things said out loud because I know deep in the heart of majority of people, they want it, they want something different. Whether they want to be the catalyst for it or not, people generally want something different. I'm gonna write that down. Want something different. People want different. Want it. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with wanting it. And there's nothing wrong with wanting what you want. Okay. And I'm gonna tell you like this. It's you you can want it. But you can't infringe on somebody else. Now, you can have, if you want something exclusive, I don't care. I don't care. But you can't trample over, right, and disenfranchise others. And and I'm going to bring it back to a trivial level so people don't think that I'm picking on anybody. Because it goes back to something simple or either something complex. And most of us just on a simple level. Just on a simple level, like just let me get, let me ease your mind. Let me make y'all comfortable. Just like even holding the elevator door for somebody, you know, little things. And, and what happens is when you, when you don't do those things that you naturally want to, when you naturally want to do something nice, but you can't bring, allow yourself to do it because you feel like it's going to make you, you vulnerable in some way. Oh, we're going to write that down vulnerable because that's what it is. The way, and I, I mind you, I'm, I study behaviors, right? I research, I study, I monitor, I watch, I'm, I'm always watching. And behaviors, when I see people, and this is why I'm oftentimes quiet in a room, I'm watching because what I see in you, as I look even on social media, 
I see people trouble themselves on doing something, even something good, never mind something bad, on doing something good because they feel like it's going to make them vulnerable in some way. It's going to make them, it's going to make, it's going to make them uncomfortable in some way. And I see, and I, I watch people process. I literally watch how people process what is happening around them. I see you as, oh, you know, like say for instance, you're, you were going to hold the door for somebody, but then you thought, oh, that might've made you look weak. It's that thought process in whose eyes. In who, when you think that you might be vulnerable, that you won't present an opportunity. Uh, and I said something earlier. I, I said something earlier that I didn't do something. And one of the reasons, one of the ways I process it, I'm like, in whose eyes? In whose eyes? Who are you? Who is it that we are, uh, we are so often worried about this big think tank that we're so worried about what people think? Let me tell you, I don't understand. Who put that on us? Where it came from? I wish that we can get uh, to our individual, get to our individuals' selves more. I don't know what it is, um, and I know it's the whole we live in public thing. But I mean, like even on social media, I'm like, if you can't even be your true, authentic self, brave self, you know, on on social media, where you can even listen, even for your own good, if you need to go create a burner account or whatever. Okay, so that you can because holding that stuff in, you need to release it. Right. You need to release it. You need to be able to say and do and do these things because it's a part of you. And it's human nature. We do so much denying the human side of us. We do so much. I'm jumping over here, guys, and see, try to catch some of your comments. We do so much to deny the human side and Periscope. If you guys commented, I was on another platform. So I'm here now if you want to comment. And I can get those read on the podcast. But you have an opportunity. You're part, you are part of a grand opportunity for somebody, including yourself. Can I, can I say that? Because I, I know it sounds like I'm saying we need to always get up and be doing something for others. No, I keep telling you that what you do for others is also done for you. You do it for yourself. If I go in the kitchen and cook breakfast. Okay, because I'm going to cook for myself or somebody else. I'm going to make an opportunity for somebody. I'm just that person. And I, and what I do know is a lot of y'all say, man, I wish I could be more like you. Oh, you can. This is how I do it. I wake up in the morning. I have this conversation. I jot down some things that I would like to be part of my behaviors. What I'm writing in this book is not just things that I'm saying to y'all. Good morning. I see Drea came in. It's not just things that I'm saying to y'all. When I finish with these podcasts, I go back and I look at these pages. Because one thing I don't want to be is a hypocrite. Okay? I'm not trying to be. When I get off this podcast and I talk about opportunity, I'm talking about opportunity because guess what? For even he pushing this button, I have already created opportunities for others. Three o'clock, four o'clock this morning, I'm like, somebody asked for an opportunity. Hey, let me tell you, here's how I go. Somebody, I saw a post where somebody said somebody had asked them for a referral. And I'm like, okay, well, did you give them one? Right? Let's see, darn, didn't get the Periscope, didn't get Periscope notice. Oh, no. So, but we've only, we've only been on, we're, we're right at 30 minutes in and it's kind of a quiet come Monday because y'all know I'm, I'm up early on a Monday and I'm kind of I'm kind of tired. So but I wrote down at the top of the list. I wrote down opportunity, you know, usually opportunities at the bo- at the bottom of the list because we're always trying to. Yeah, I switched over. Good. OK, uh, but recognize it. Get out of the way if you don't if you can't present an opportunity. And, and, and I don't think there's any reason for you to get out of the way. The one thing you're going to get out of the way of is being stubborn, is being hard headed. But listen, listen all around you. Somebody's trying to figure out that one thing that you're good at, that one thing that you know how to do, that one thing that you can help in somebody else's opportunity. Just put it out there. Just put it out there. And guess what? It's okay to want something different. And it's stop worrying about being vulnerable. You think Robert Smith, and, and let me tell you, I'm going to tell you, honey, we live in public, okay? That brother is going to get it today. All right. Now, I know I called him a brother. That brother, he's going to get it today. He's going to wake up today 
And man, if he got his Google alerts on being a billionaire, somebody somewhere is watching his Google alerts. He is getting it, okay? Some They've gone and they have found out how he made every time. People are like, wait a minute, we're going to go check. Listen, you already know. That's why That's why you got to just go ahead and do it. You're going to be vulnerable. You're going to be criticized. Let me write that down. Okay? They're already out there posting pictures of the man's wife, right? Uh, they're already talking about... Um, and and it's okay to have these kind of dialogues and discussions, but I would like for us to sometimes say we're beyond that. You know, I would love for us to say that we're beyond it. And I'm not giving him a pass because he, he didn't wrote this check. Because I've been saying, I've been blogging about forever that, hell, we ought to stop having some of these damn conventions and going up in these hotels. You know, if you go out there, all these organizations every year, every 12 months, they out there going to these sponsors. These sponsors are out here giving them all these millions of dollars to go and have these annual conventions. It's like, why don't I, I, I have said all of my life, why are we meeting annually? Okay. The D, the uh, Democratic National Convention, the, uh, um, the um, Republican Convention, they meet every, every four years. It's okay to have your regional stuff and all that, but we got organizations and it, it upsets me because they'll go and get all this funding to go and have this week convention. They send out, and I'm only saying this because they send out these press releases and they say, oh, well, you know, the convention is going to be in Atlanta. The convention is going to be in D.C. The convention is going to be in Vegas, right? And then they talk about, oh, my God, but beyond the convention, you know, we're going to infuse a, a, a $100 million into the economy. And, and, and then they'll go on to say, even black organizations will go on to say that they're going to make sure that, you know, a percent of that goes to minority business and so forth and I'm like but wait you mean the minority treats the minority like a minority is like you don't know anyway you know so they talk about spending all this money so then and they go into these conventions and, and these people they go from one panel to the next to the next to the next and they talk about all these problems in, in this sector and that sector and then when they come back to community and try to and get ready to do the work on those things the first thing you hear is they ain't got no money they ain't got no funding right because they can go to these corporations and have these great grandiose parties and galas and so forth but those same corporations won't give or can't give can't give money to go feed people educate people, okay, money that could be spent somewhere else. I'll never forget uh, when I first started blogging, or somewhere in between blogging, I got invited to this scholarship luncheon, right? Let me tell y'all, I went to the scholarship luncheon. It was like, oh, man, I, we really want you to interview um, the president or CEO or whatever title, right? And so, and I was <laughs> talking, to, first of all, I go in there. Now, mind you, the event, it had a ticket price for individuals, right? Then I looked at the tables. Each of the tables had a sponsor. Now, this is at the lunch thing, right? Each of the table had a sponsor. Then they had these hostesses. And I noticed, I'm like, the hostesses, they all had on this same particular name brand suit, these same particular name brand shoes, right? And then on top of that, there was a ticket on this thing. Then there were table sponsors. And then there was sponsors, sponsors, sponsors out the wazoo. Basically, the hotel got all the money, right? the hotel and whoever they bought these suits from, right? Then on top of that, I'm sitting there, sitting there, and then I'm, then, Lord and behold, I open the program, and I'm, like, looking at the scholarship amounts. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm looking at, I, I think probably the top scholarship might have been $500. I don't, I promise you it wasn't more than that. So me, I go to the website, and I look at, well, how much have they always given? What's their grand total, right? They always tell you the grand total and then the X amount of students. And the grand total was so low and the X amount of students was so high. I'm like, that's no money at all. And yeah, I'm that's no money at all. And I'm like, stop having these events to give out scars. That's why I love um, supporting. If you saw my timeline, I went out and I did some live stream before. Uh, uh, or, and I'm not even going to call it an organization. This is a woman, in the memory of her husband, is giving out scholarships. She did, she has a couple of events as fundraisers. All that money goes into the scholarship. She gives out $1,500 scholarships rather than having a dinner where everybody's got to go do this. She, look, she goes to these students and gives them that check. 
right? And that helps them get get started on their um, scholarship. But she's giving more than a historic organization. What's wrong with that picture? Right. I'm like, this has got to stop. It's got, it's, there's a certain madness that we have going on. And I know that the organizations, they, it's like a um, double-edged sword or double entendre or whatever. It's like, it's, it's, they, they can't stop. At this point, it can't be fixed. We had a point, one organization, I will tell you, because mind you, as a blogger, as a community person, uh, I have a voice in this, and I voice myself, and I will say, one organization actually officially changed, and I think instead of meeting every year, they meet every two years. I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say their name because I need to go and double check and see if they're still doing that. But one organization they did finally, because I had some real influence with them um, during certain leadership, and they went from every year to every two years because I mean you my question to them was okay when do you do the work when is the work actually being done because I know it takes a year to plan some of that stuff and if you go to the the websites when you see these conventions and I'm talking about historic black organizations NAACP and all of them if you go to their website and any, any, first of all, anything now I'm not going to just throw them under the bus I'm not going to just double diesel up and drive over them any organization that you are working with or, or any entity that you see that's doing something in your community, go to their website, okay, or their office or wherever they put. These things have to be published. But just go and look on the sponsor page, okay, on the advertising page, right? Because there's a difference. Even, even like newspapers, anything that you consider to be a, a valuable source to you, Go and look at how what they say to the other side of things, right? So, like, if I if I read a magazine, right, I'm like, oh, should I should I should I even be reading this magazine? This magazine sitting here on my bed. If I go and and I'm like, I don't know where they came from. I think I think Petty Betty ordered this one, right? So, if I go on their website, I'm going to go to the advertiser's page. I want to know who they consider to be their demographic. Now, it might be some stuff in there that I need to know because I need to know it. Cause I need to know what's going on in the world, but am I, the, am I in the demographic? And a lot of times I'm not in the de- demographic simply because either my age or my skin color or the city estate, the, my income, all of those, all of those old school, old school demographics. Sometimes we're just not in the demographic. Doesn't mean that I shouldn't read. It. I probably should because, and I'm that kind of person. I want to, if I'm particularly not in the demographic, then I really want to know what's going on, right? Because I'm like, why are you going up all up and around me? Even remember I was talking about at the beginning of this, when I went back into the kitchen, I'm like, how is it? People are like, oh, we're so glad to see, you know, the black community and a black woman, you know, taking this initiative. I'm like, uh, we kind of been in the kitchen a while. We've been in the kitchen a long damn time. What the hell is you talking about? Right? I'm just saying. But it's like, and, and, and as soon as I go into the kitchen, and I because and, one of the things we do, we start looking for familiar faces. And as I start looking for familiar faces and I found out, it's like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me we start out here together, but then when y'all get to this point or that point, y'all don't see, y'all not seeing each other? And I'm like, you mean there is an actual organization for, you know, because I'm, I'm looking for, because, you know, me, I'm always looking for opportunities, and I was looking for mentors. Okay, this ain't my lane. This ain't my game, but I am here to take it over, so let me do this. What are they trying to hide? Exactly, what are they trying to hide, right? So I go back in the kitchen. I'm like, well, if I'm going into the kitchen, I'm going in the kitchen to take over to find my lane. Oh, I'm, I'm all about, oh, write that down, ownership, right? I'm all about ownership because I'm all about owning everything that I do, Right? So I go to look for a mentor. So in looking for a mentor, I find out, oh, well, here's a mentor, amazing mentor. But then she has an organization because we're discriminated. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. We're discriminated here too, right? Is this why I can't walk up in the department store and buy? Because, you know, if you go on my timeline, if you go and look all these years I've been on social media, I'm like, I, why can't I go down on the cookware aisle and get a pot set by a black woman? You know, and I love B. Smith. God bless B. Smith. B. Smith 
she only has the party stuff, you know, the, um, um, and I know the whole controversy and everything that's, and then this is not any shade to B. Smith, but B. Smith always had the, uh, stuff of you were having a nice party and a tea and she had some other pieces and things like that. She didn't have the, I'm going to the kitchen to get down to throw down, you know, having the barbecue and all that kind of stuff. B. Smith, that's why I was called B. Smith with style. It was, it was different, right? Own that too, right? I'm just saying. But then it's like, and when you think about what B. Smith came through this 20, 30, 40 years ago, and I'm like, here I am thinking it's a wide open path. You mean to tell me the path is narrow? It has grown over. I got to, I got to still carve my way. And then, and then we can't all get together because it's a competition going on. I'm like, uh-uh. no, that's not how. This works is not how this works. We are here, guys. We are here to be an opportunity. We are here to be an opportunity to somebody. Entertaining equipment. Exactly. You know, I'm like, I can't, I can't, all the cast iron is like, when when did it become so complicated? Why are we complicated? Write that down, y'all. Write that down. Why are we, why do us, why must we make everything so complicated? Why must we make everything so complicated? All right. Let me get ready to get out of here at the 46, one minute over. That means I got to take some time to tell you guys about some things that we got going on. I'm going to leave it on that. Why must we make it so complicated? The last word I wrote was complicated. The first word I wrote was opportunity. You know what's in between complicated and opportunity is the fact that people don't recognize they need to get out of the way. So some need to listen. It's okay to want something different. It's, don't worry about being vulnerable or criticized. Just make sure you have your ownership on there and just stop making it so complicated. All right, let me tell you what's not complicated and that is your support of dryer buzz you can uh, swipe to the profiles that you're on we are in the middle of a crowdfunding as you know we are pitching the kitchen and pitching the podcast and bringing on supporters and sponsors and opportunities the one of the ways for us to get more and more opportunities for you to stop feeling like it's it you're losing on something by supporting us and go ahead and hit those like buttons those share buttons thank you for those of you in the first phase of this thing made contributions, we were able to upscale and do some things in the kitchen as well as bring on some support that we need uh, assistance in doing all this. Hello, Black Writer Space. So one of the things uh, I'm going to ask you to do, if you contributed before the Double Down, if you haven't, to go and check it out, maybe match a friend. Um, that's what we're going to be focusing on this week. If I need you to match a friend, Robert Smith has put a, done a great thing. For Morehouse, let me tell you, you can do that. If you don't, if you can't go and pay off a school and stu- student loan debt, you can at least go make a contribution to um, in, in the kitchen with Dryer Buzz so that we can continue to grow that entity. Also, I got to thank our supporter and say uh, congratulations, wonderful congratulations to Natural Soap by Zakia. You're going to see them on your screen in just a second. But Natural Soap by Zakia, congratulations again. Um, they came on as a as a supporter, so we now have an affiliate link as well as you get a 10% discount with your natural soap when you are shopping. Let me tell you, in my timeline, you will see an unboxing of what we unboxed and showed you some of the soaps and products that we have been using for the last three years as a loyal customer, as a loyal friend, and, and just one of my great cohorts out here using and uh, leveraging social media. If you are trying to monetize your podcast, if you're trying to monetize your blogging, uh, Natural Soap by Zakia has a great and wonderful affiliate and ambassador program. So definitely go and check it out. Sign up, get your link. Even if you're just a regular customer, there's an incentive for you to sign up and become an ambassador and become your own customer. Because one of the things that we do all the time out here on social media is we're always referring. We're always sharing each other's content content and so forth well there are those entities out there that give us incentives for sharing so definitely uh go and sign up and become an affiliate of natural soap by zakia one of the things i would do is i'll be luxury luxuriating later on in a, a hot shower or a bubble bath and then i'm gonna go chill out for a minute as i try to figure out why my day just got turned upside down and backwards 
But let me tell you, y'all know I like the four-pack sampler because in the four-pack sampler, I get the trial and travel sizes, and I get to try what new uh, options that she has available. But you can also get your regular size bars. She also has a larger size bars. She has great fragrances for men, great fragrances for women, and she also has some great things for the kids. But one of the reasons I really love the soap is I get to stay cleaner longer. And not only am I cleaner longer, my shower is cleaner longer. I rinse clean and the shower rinse clean. I'm not in there having to scrub on uh, any soap scum. This is my personal experience. I'm not reading from any copy. I can say this every day and all day because that has been my experience using natural soap by Zakia. Z-A-K-I-A. And again, I want to congratulate her. She had a chance to speak about her business on a national stage this weekend. Swipe over to her profile wherever you're hearing and watching this. Go over and check out hashtag SoapLadyZ and find out what she has to offer. Also, let's see. Have you tried? I have the green apple right now. I am. I just cracked open that green apple and it's in my shower. Somebody asked me that. Have I tried the green apple? You know I was stuck on the luscious lemon. That's why I say get the trial pack. Because somebody else will be talking about soap that they got. You're like, oh, I didn't get that one. That's why I say get the trial pack where you get the trial and travel sizes. I popped open that green apple. I was like, oh. And that's why I have to get the trial because I love them all. And Drea says her soap leaves you squeaky clean. And I use it from head to toe. I use it from my hair to my toe. I'm telling you, take that bar. and just Especially if you're using the triple butter blend, which has all of your oils in it. All, all of your natural oils, your cocoa butter, and I don't have it in front of me, so I don't want to sell oil that is not in it. But it has all of the oils. And let me tell you, once you become, uh, once you use it for a while, you're going to become no lotion needed because you're going to just stay moisturized. And you're going to smell good. People are going to be sniffing you like, my God, what are you using? And, and depending on which part of the line you use, people will think it's food. Do not eat the soap, people. Yes, it smells good. Yes, it's natural. Yes, it's homemade. Yes, it's, art. it's an artisan product. Yes, it looks like art, okay? But I tell people, take a picture of it. Use your soap. People are trying to hold on to their soap because there's great designs of the soap. Unintentional art. It is unintentional art. People are buying a soap because it matches their bathroom. I'm like, look, take a picture of that soap, put it on the wall, but use your soap. You can buy some more because the kid is always uh live streaming her making of the soap as well as shipping the soap so you actually get to see a product where can you go and see your product from beginning to end from beginning to end and then when you get it it's like whoa this looks exactly like it looked online how many times have you been able to say that and all the shopping you do online you like Whoa, this is as beautiful as it is online. I'm telling you, natural soap by Zakia. All right. Also, let me uh let me take that off and we'll show you guys. Uh, as you know, we just added, just added a third podcast. So we have How to Get Out of Bed, which is our daily podcast. We do that podcast each and every day. So we're gonna get ready to get out of here. But also, I want you guys to check out, let me see if I can bring that up. Buzz it or bash it. Buzz it or bash it is your Saturday morning um, podcast where we wrap up. We do we troll and we we troll and we scroll through the hot topics that have just kept us buzzing all all week long. So that's your weekend wrap up. But I'm also excited. And let me see. I don't even think I added this. I got a couple of things on here. Let me grab this one so I can show you that. Let me see. I'm gonna put that on there. Okay, cool. Let me see. I got it right there. Also, we're going to be doing on Wednesday. Uh-oh, let me see. I did too much on that one. Hold on, guys. Let me add it. Cause, and we're, we're live. We're going to get out here in a second. Give me a second. Let me do this. I add it. I'm trying to add another thing on there. Okay, there we go. There we go. All right. So in the kitchen, as you can see, as I just talked about the hashtags and things that are going on and, and opportunities, uh, after we live stream on Wednesdays in the kitchen, uh, after we eat all that good food we made, we're going to come back and do a podcast uh, talking about what's going on in the kitchen. And I'm going to talk to you about what my experience is in, in this lane. Okay. So you're going to also get that. So on, you got your daily podcast, you're going to have your Wednesday podcast and your Saturday podcast. 
And, uh, and then Tuesdays, we wrapped up the one we did on Michelle Obama. Okay. But we're trying to hold on. Let me get all this off of here. Let me see. Where am I going? Where am I going back up here? Okay. And then we turn that one off so we can get back to how to get out of bed. All right. So we wrapped up our Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama was in Atlanta on this past what, Tuesday, and um, it was absolutely awesome and amazing. We did a follow-up to that, so we're trying to figure out if we want to still talk in, on the, in, in, the, in the mindset of the book, maybe want to continue to carry that over through the summer because, you know, we talked a lot about chapters uh, 17 and 24 um, and, and some things, other things throughout. So Angela and I are trying to decide. I love doing a podcast with Angela, so we're trying to figure out if we should still stay on – the floaters or maybe go on into just full on into leadership, you know, and that's probably, and that's usually what we are uh, in that lane talking about, talking about leadership. So some exciting things, very exciting things going on. If you are local with me here in Atlanta or on one of your weekend trips to Atlanta, or maybe you come in, Hey, listen, we, uh, I'm getting ready to launch, uh, June, the first weekend in June, I will be having business clinics. I have three clinics that I'll be doing for those of you that have been asking for the workshops and different things like that. So we are bringing back the workshops. Uh, those of you looking for breakfast with Dryer Buzz, we are doing a, uh, a breakfast um, event, networking event. I'll tell you about that. That's uh, everything first weekend of June, which means that you can see why I'm on the countdown. And I know I said I had like eight, seven, six, five, four days countdown, but the date that I wanted is actually Memorial Day weekend. So we decided why not go ahead. You know, graduations are finishing up. People are already getting ready to kick off their holiday, I mean, summer travel. Just a lot. So, um, and there's so much going on in the city that I have to blog for. Um, so June the 1st, the first weekend, first Friday, I'm, I'm doing, I'm speaking at a networking event. So I'll be sharing that. I should have that information, their flyers today. Um, after that first Friday, that Sunday and that Monday, I will be kicking off my clinics. So if you are in town, these are going to be nothing online. It's literally going to be uh, clinics. There's the, the streaming clinic where I want to take you behind the stream. Like, how am I doing all of this? I'm going to show you. Um, the biz, the vendor clinic, when I go out to, when I go to vending opportunities, how I absolutely sell out, how I'm that person. I don't have nothing to pack up to take home because I get it all done. It's all taken care of. When I get there, I'm, I'm just going to sell out because I'm all about creating buzz. And then the business clinic, which will happen on that Monday. And then there are, uh, consulting is the consulting sign is back out as well. I have sessions on Mondays. I'm only doing them on Mondays. As you see, like, wait a minute, is she just did she just curate a week that's just Sunday and Monday? Yes, I just did. And as you heard, I got a lot. I got a seven day a week podcast. I got a podcast on Wednesday. I got a podcast on Saturday. I got clinics on Sunday. I got a clinic on Monday. I got enough. What day did I not say? Thursday. Right. I didn't say nothing on Thursday. Please don't add nothing on my Thursday. And bear, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to get Angela away from Tuesday so I can have my Tuesday and, and Thursday. So it's a lot. It's a lot of, but guess what? It's, that means what I'm doing, I'm not just doing for me. That, that's a lot of opportunities for those of you. If you know somebody that's trying to get their story told, everything that I am doing is an opportunity for others because I have found by creating and presenting opportunities for others. I then create opportunities for myself, right? The kitchen podcast is only because I have found out that somebody is saying that their stories are not being told. There's a, there was a, a documentary on Netflix about women's chefs. I'm like, dang, I can't, in fact, I'm going to go watch it again. Cause I was like, I wasn't fully in it. Uh, when I first watched it, I was like, I was just getting mad. Cause you know how you first, first time around, you just get mad. Well, now I got a podcast. I can do something about it. See how that opportunity went. I'm not worried about being vulnerable. I'm not worried about being criticized. I want something different. So I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to do a podcast about food because every time I go to listen to one, it's a bunch of men. But I thought, I thought that was cool because I was like, 
Hey, but then I was like, wait a minute, y'all excluding women? Really? That's what we doing still? That's okay. Because one thing I know how to do is produce content. That's one of the things I do very well. And look, I'm going to let y'all go. I appreciate y'all hanging on and listening. Ooh, look, right at the 59 and 35. So, again, you know I only have one more favor. Again, go to Natural Soap by Zakia. Use your discount code DRYERBUZZ. Shout out to AIB Nation. They'll be coming on as a podcast supporter. That's why I said 3 o'clock this morning. I'm up, up cutting deals. I'm up pitching. I'm pitching, pitching, pitching. So, AIB Nation is coming on. They've got a wonderful retreat coming up. If you, if you have a book, you want to put... Let me tell you, not if you have a book. Everybody should have a book. If you've lived 30 days of life, you got a story to tell. Let me just tell you. So I'm going to be telling you guys also becoming an ambassador for AIB Nation. Uh, You're going to hear about them because they're going to be coming on as a supporter of these podcasts as well. So I can't wait for you to uh, find out more about that. They've got a retreat. They've got so many opportunities, y'all. It's all about opportunities but you know once i get out of here i got one more favor as i scroll through here here's that one favor y'all have a great day let's do what we do best let's go get out of bed go now to dryerbuzz.com and follow at dryerbuzz on twitter instagram and facebook it's all about the buzz